Testing, test, 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 testing, test, 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 test. test, test. test. We got, got uh, one of us isn't talking into the unplugged microphone. Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, no, I made sure. All righty. Brandon's with us in spirit, but nothing more. Yeah, it is weird. You have a you have a setup place for brain. <laughs> like we, I mean, people can't see it, but we have the Zoom recorder with our two mics, and then where literally in the seat Brandon was sitting in last time we were here, we have just an empty microphone <laughs> sat down. Well, who knows who's gonna turn up? Right? He made a splash, man. He made. Well, I guess he really didn't make a splash, but you said eh. that you liked him on. And David said he liked him on, I and like I certainly Kevin liked him on, and that's really the core audience. Yeah, pretty it's the much. four of us. <laughs> it's just us, really. <laughs> no, I, I figured I'd leave the mic there. You never know who might just pop in, uh, especially around here. I saw. Um, yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> last time I was here, I saw uh, Dave Grohl driving up. In, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and some of the big, Foo Fighters of Foo Fighters fame. If you haven't heard of him, mm-hmm. <laughs> is someone getting the best? Oh, that's not exactly how it goes. <laughs> but no, it's the, I got yeah, the melody the, a little wrong. Song, I mean, yeah, and Nirvana fame. Everyone forgets that. And Scream from Washington. We try to forget. Nirvana. Yeah, they're not as good as the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> no, he really hit his stride yeah. when he. <laughs> you know, it's like everyone has that embarrassing phase at the beginning of their career, where they're in like a band yeah. that hasn't quite found it yet. Kind of embarrassing. And then, then you hit perfection, and that's yeah. called the Foo Fighters. Learn to fly. <laughs> monkey wrench from me myself and irene official soundtrack yeah. no i think that, I think no it wasn't monkey was wrench like the freddy got uh, fingered uh soundtrack yeah they turned up like in all that. kinds of shit yeah. movies uh, uh, in the early 2000s you know yeah. i was Actually, laughing uh i was talking to kevin van cott and he's good for a reference he's good for a pull yeah so long as the reference isn't yeah, it doesn't date much. Well, past yeah, we were right. In the, we were right in the proper wheelhouse then, because he was saying something about uh, how he was going to get the Chevelle brand guitar or something like that. Chevelle, <laughs> man, like, yeah, that's and we started getting. I was like, I said uh, Taproot. If you remember them, no, I don't know them. Remember Taproot? I don't know how famous no. Taproot actually was. There, but I remember my brother little, liked a little them. bit of a dissonance here because I grew up in the UK, so mm-hmm. we'd get not to Did say we trapped? didn't. Yeah, we did get trapped. Okay. Fucking inside by trapped. Yeah, who is, we'd only ever get like yeah. one song from each of the like Papa Roach. We got Last Resort. And, okay, you know, but um, we definitely were aware of them. Actually, the other last uh, week or so, I've, I've been watching for some reason movies, comedy movies, usually from about that era, and you can, you know, the, more than any other era, I think those movies instantly date themselves because two of them had Smash Mouth in them. Were you watching Mr. Mem them, and Shrek? No. Oh. See, here's the thing. <laughs> Inspector right. Gadget? So Shrek is the one that's known for having that fucking Smash Mouth song in it, right? But a, almost every movie in 2001, if they wanted to pull like a contemporary pop culture thing, thinking, oh, this is going to be huge forever, mm-hmm. they would get Smash Mouth in. So the end of the movie Rat Race, if you ever saw that movie. Oh, yeah. Which is basically a remake of It's Mad, 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 Mad World. But, yeah. um yeah, at the very end, not only is that song in it, but fucking Smash Mouth are in it. They're playing Doing like what? a. They're playing like a. I guess if if you don't know the movie, the premise of it is that a bunch of people have to race from Vegas to New Mexico to get a two million dollar prize yeah. set up by some, you know, billionaire played yeah. by John Cleese bizarrely. And was when he in they, the Mad 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 World? No, <laughs> no, no. That was like a fucking what's his name, Carl Rayner. Carl Reiner, Reiner. I thought Rainer. it was a British movie. It's Mad, 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 Mad World? No, no, yeah. no that's, that's, that's American, for sure. Oh. Either way, um, 
John Cleese is in it. But when they get when they finally get there, through some convoluted means, the money ends up on the stage of a kind of feed the world benefit. Okay. Type concept. Nice. So the idea is that they end up having to give the money away and, you know, they feel good about it. But it seems to be being compared by Smash Mouth. Hmm. So Smash Mouth are just on stage. Yeah, totally. And they're like the singers doing all the like hyping up. Oh my god, they're gonna give this money back. And then kind of out of nowhere, with no like, all right, let's hit it, let's go. Yeah. Nothing like that. He just suddenly goes, All right, that's so cool. Somebody Fuck yeah. It's the and you know, the the fucking there's like one kid in the movie, like a fifteen year old kid or whatever. As soon as he sees him, goes, "Wow, it's Smash Mouth!" No, yeah, really? yeah. Oh, that as rocks. If, as if, like, even then, you know, I was what 11, 10, 11 when that was. Uh, oh, you didn't like Smash Mouth? You didn't have. I would Astro never. Lounge? I would never have recognized a member of Smash Mouth. You know, they all looked. <laughs> everyone at that time looked exactly the same. Even like metal bands like Machine Head were starting to look like that around that time. You know, uh, short, spiky haircut. Yeah, they yeah. look like Guy Fieri, right? Right, like exactly. Kind of, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure that observation has been made a million times. But like, yeah, he yeah, he Guy does. Fieri just sort of <laughs> created yeah. his image around that time when he started trying to get famous, and then never, never just, really just never changed, changed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, fucking Smash Mouth. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I think the real narrative here that we need to be following Smash is Smash Mouth for a pre nine eleven band. Well, that yes, but also There's probably some truth to that. You know? No, they were like that that's a, happened after nine eleven. No one's yeah, no one's doing that. Hey now, yeah, they're like stop. It's yeah, time to get serious. After nine eleven, it was Lincoln Park. You know that's 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 the way it went. Yeah, exactly. Now it's like now we're now it's real. It doesn't even matter. Is that Lincoln Park? Yeah, right. I thought that was uh, trapped. No, <laughs> no it's someone. I no, you're right. Stained. It is. Stained, yeah, that's that another one. good one. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was a good trend of uh, they had shortening fucking words for your band Stained name. was... Stained uh, with no E. What was their uh, big hit? Uh, it's something... It's like, I'm on the outside. Uh, was it that one? Yeah. yeah, it's all like the sub-Nirvana kind of... Well, yeah, Stained, Alice I remember, was kind of like yeah. slower and more sensitive than the others. A bit like Nickelback were early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the first few Nickelback songs I remember hearing were kind of in that vein. Yeah. And then they were like, I got a really big house and it's super fucking cool. That was Nickelback? Rockstar, yeah. Oh, that's is, that, they, is that the one that's like, and we all just yeah. want to be big rock stars, getting big yeah. old titties, driving things, <laughs> exactly. something like yeah. that, right? <laughs> the girls suck my nuts because they're not that big. <laughs> Good yeah, old they, Chad Kroger. Married Chad Kroger. to uh, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> She's got a Both fucking Canadian. track record, though. Because do you know who she was married to or at least I do in a relationship know. with before? Derek Wibley. Derek Wibley from Sum 41. Yeah. Is that his real name, you think? Derek Why Wibley. would you choose that as a if if, if, if you're in like a shitty like a, to me Derek Wibley just sounds like uh, post like like pop punk in the early aughts like, I don't know man like, boy, he had a real name like Derek Stevenson and then yeah like something <laughs> about Wibley he was like, I'm gonna like, change it to Wibley it's like Dexter no, Holland it's like those names on, are all just so like weirdly yeah, white think, and think about fucking like you know early two thousands pop punk bands if they would change their name somewhere it would be like Trey Cool or fucking no. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they did. But then, you know, you wouldn't choose Derek Wibley. That's like, you it's would, because Wibley is like a silly, like, eh, we like skateboarding and eating burritos out of the trash. No, but it's not like it's Derek Wang or something like that, you know. <laughs> Fuck, uh, you know, whatever ones, you'd have like, 
Or, or the ones that, uh, this was really popular among like scene kids or wannabe punk kids was they would just take their first name. So if they, let's say their first name was like Todd, mm. then instead of being like Todd fucking Brown, they'd be Todd Fury or just some name. <laughs> Todd oh, Venomous. Yeah. That was a little. That's kind of like a, a glam later. rock too. Yeah, yeah, that was the, a little later on. I remember. I mean, we still know. MySpace we now. still know a woman <laughs> in her. I'm gonna venture to guess mid 40s who goes by Megan Mayhem, which I have to imagine was derived from probably a MySpace name. Yeah, it's gotta be right. Yeah, it sounds Mayhem just was, like when Mayhem we Mayhem had, is a classic one. But uh, yeah, we had like I had one at my school named Vernicia Villain, mm-hmm. and sometimes those names caught on so much that you're like. You just I I don't know Vernicia Villain's real last name. Yeah. I and if someone was like, Oh, Vernicia's coming, I'd be like, Who? Vernicia Villain. I'd be like, Oh, that fucking thing. There was a kid who hung around the uh the punk scenes the the that I was involved in. It was like a really normal fucking kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was kind of almost a bit bookish, but he clearly liked the music or whatever. Yeah. And then his name I don't want to give his full real name, but his name was Paul. Yeah. And one day I saw on MySpace they changed it to pull outrageous. <laughs> it's not even good. No, it doesn't, it's not even alliterative or anything. It couldn't be like Paul fucking punitive prolapse Paul. or whatever. Paul prolapse. Paul prolapse yeah. That's a garbage pill kids territory. <laughs> <laughs> no, he changed it to pull outrageous and then it quietly went back to his real name uh, not that long afterwards. But yeah, you, give it a go, you, you could know. tell when they don't catch fire. That's the problem with uh, you know having, a, having the ability to create your own public image is yeah. that you can try things out. You can be really happy about it for a few minutes, and then ooh, yeah. I never I'm had one. I thing. never had a scene name, and I never had like uh, any sort of name that ever caught on. My name on MySpace was always lyrics. I was oh that yeah, asshole. people did that. Oh no, no, that was that was pretty common too. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was, I was the lyrics guy, and it was always Mars Volta lyrics. Oh right, which are notoriously nonsensical. Yeah. yeah, they're pretentious and nonsensical. Yeah, no, I remember it being a lot of Fallout Boy lyrics, a lot of uh, Panic at the Disco, their first album, those lyrics. Or oh, even just sure. song titles, honestly. From, from them, it would be... Who? Panic at the Disco. It would be their song oh, titles, yeah. rather yeah. than the lyrics. It would be the song titles, which themselves were taken from lines in usually like, the movie Closer. Well, there's one, <laughs> yeah, there's two of... I mean, that's a good percentage, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, yeah, they do have... Uh, they do definitely have at least one Chuck Palahniuk one in there. Yeah, that seems uh, on brand. And then they have a whole song about invisible monsters. They were really like, they created a whole generation of kind of like cinematic and literary dilettantes. Well, my, just like people who like, I'm surprised they never did like train spotting or, uh, I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Uh, probably. It's weird that you don't meet that many of these people now. Knowing how ubiquitous they were mm-hmm. around then, and we're about the same age, you know, you think you they bump all went away people. somewhere, yeah. You think, but you think you bump into people about your age now and be like, oh, did you ever have a fucking, they were like, no. It's like, well, I'm <laughs> sure maybe lying. they did, but <laughs> they certainly don't want to admit it. Whereas I'm like, I didn't really do anything that fucking outrageous. I mean, I had my fucking share of embarrassing photos, and sh- you know, like oh, home- sure. homemade uh, photo shoots, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But um, the only name that I had, I used to have my name, my name was always fake on Facebook. Mm-hmm. See, I was into InfoSec before I even knew what uh-huh. it was. I just didn't really want my real name on it. So I had a bunch of ones. They'd always be like Bong Hit Noodle or something like that. <laughs> bong Hit Noodle yeah, rules. Like, <laughs> something that's just completely... Yeah, just to be different. I was like, oh, I don't want my fucking full name. What are you looking at? There's a lizard, and oh, it yeah. looks like he's going to go for this bug. 
for this what? This oh, bug right. that's crawling. Oh, no. oh okay. We got, we got the fucking Discovery Channel behind me. stupid. <laughs> it's gone. All I right. I fucking love lizards, man. That's one thing we don't have in England. Uh, I was really happy when I moved out here. You know, lizards? For, yeah, oh, we don't have disgusting. them in England, really. No, I love them. Have These little guys are cute, but yeah. like... I mean, that's all you see out here, really. When you they get too anything. big. Yeah, but you don't see anything bigger than that. Well, you know? I've been I've been talking about that Gila monster. Yeah. <laughs> I was corrected that it's actually pronounced Gila, but still. Gila. Well, let's let's be clear. This is not a Gila monster we're looking at right now. This no. Is very, if it very was, I would not have this calm of a reaction. Lizard, if a Gila yeah. monster just popped out of the bushes, <laughs> I would be inside. <laughs> yeah, I used to catch them. That, that was one of my favorite things when, you know, we lived in England, so Spain was pretty much the most obvious holiday destination and that's one thing i always really liked if we'd like rent rent a house out there or something like that there were lizards in spain tons of lizards yeah mm-hmm. kind of like this you know d- yeah. if you have this climate anywhere in the world you're gonna yeah. get lizards like that you know yeah uh i used to love going around trying to catch them hmm. not not to do anything bad to them just to like have them like kind of create a little mm-hmm. pet uh problem is they really don't fucking like that did you and ever- they detached their own tail. Do you know that? Yeah, I actually had a lizard that uh, I was trying to, like, pet him or something. I don't remember what happened, but I was trying to do something very benign, and he tried to get away from me so fast that he ripped his tail off, and I felt so horrible about no, it. No, here's what I learned. They don't rip it off. They drop it. They, oh, they well, that, that can makes me feel do something. I don't know. I, I mean, it makes fucking no sense, but somehow they can do something which just drops their tail yeah. like a fucking... I had, I had caught a lizard in the backyard, and I had an aquarium already. Not an mm-hmm. aquarium. But yeah, drowned him. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in with the fish. I had a terrarium already, and so I like kept him as a pet. Because I had a frog, and the frog died. But I still had the terrarium with all the stuff, so I put this lizard in it, and uh-huh. I just like he was so cute. He was like this little orange lizard, yeah. And I tried to keep him, and I like tried to pet him with my finger once, and he hated me so much and got away from me so fast that he ripped his lizard off uh, his tail off, and it was just like twirling there, yeah. With the blood. oh yeah, they keep moving. Yeah. I felt absolutely awful. I think I almost cried because yeah. I thought I heard it. Like I thought that I ripped yeah, my lizard's same, tail no, off. Same with me. Same with me. It was because I was pretty young doing that. I was like yeah. six or seven. That's a pretty rough lesson in mm-hmm. rejection, you know. <laughs> when you're just trying to catch a lizard to play with and then yeah. it literally dismembers itself. Well, the worst was when it. I would go on dates in high school and try to hold the girl's hand and suddenly I'd just be yeah, holding just an arm. Off. <laughs> She's just bolting down the street to yeah. go hide under a rock. Fucking bitches, am I right? Oh, yeah, Dropping dude. their limbs at That's any given the problem. That's yeah. the problem, dude. They learn it from lizards. Yeah, exactly. They're not that's too dissimilar. Never, that's why I'll never forget of lizards. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what I was thinking about, not to get too into the, not to make this just the total childhood nostalgia podcast, but yeah, speaking, fucking again, of, right? speaking of lizards, did you ever drink a Sobe? Did they have that in England? It was a, Sobe? it was no. kind of allegedly an energy drink, but it didn't give you a whole lot of energy. But they were just these glass bottles uh, of pretty much garbage like juice or whatever they had a green tea that was very popular but then they had all kinds of crazy flavors right um but they had a lizard they had like a surfing and or skateboarding lizard as their mascot little lizard wearing shades but the thing about them was when you lifted up the cap underneath it would be a slogan uh and it would be like you know drain the lizard or like Uh. fear the lizard or like the lizard's gonna fuck your mom. But isn't draining the lizard? Isn't that just taking a piss? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some of the, it, would, it always had something. To, the lizard. It was always just something to do with a lizard. Okay. And um, I'm surprised you never. This never made it over the pond. Huh? Sobe? No, I've never heard yeah, of that. S O B E. No. Hmm. No, I don't think so. We had Sol, which is a type of beer. The um, 
Oh, well, they claimed had yeah. tequila in it, but I don't think actually did. No. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's that one. All right. Well, there you go. Sobe. Sobe. If Brandon were here, I feel like he probably drank a lot of Sobe's. As a He'd kid. have an opinion on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd have considered so here's it. Here's the thing. Maybe <laughs> we should draft him in as a, if not permanent co-host, then at the very least a frequent contributor. Kind of like a Jim Norton yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Like we don't have to pay him as much, but <laughs> <laughs> or anything. I mean, we're not but paying is, ourselves. So we but he is there, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's he's here. Maybe. Look no. at this guy. He's like our little co-host. What the lizard? Yeah, yeah, let's bring him in. He's hanging out. No, one of the things I really like about them that I didn't notice until I moved out is that you know they do fucking push-ups. Yeah, and it is actually push-ups. It's a mating yeah. thing. They're doing it yeah. to show off how fucking ripped they are. Yeah, to the lady lizards. Yeah, dude. But the thing is, I, I I guess I've never seen any lady lizards out here because every lizard I see is doing these push-ups. I don't know if Are it's actually dudes? just the males. But why would a woman be you doing know, push-ups? In the animal kingdom, from what I can tell, usually the women are like fucking... F- just flouncing about, and the men are always like, "Hey, fucking look at me! Look at look at what that I'm doing." That is true. You there don't see women doing that. it so much. So look at this fool. He's not doing any push-ups. Maybe, He's just no, dragging maybe that, his nuts along the. Maybe concrete. that's a little lady one. I don't know. Why do they keep their upper half so high and their back legs so? I'll just There's dragging another one over there the doing push-ups. Look. Wait, really? Yeah. Look, look on the uh, the railing there by the uh, by the bush. Uh, a little past the light. A little past a the little light. Past the, Oh shit! You're right. Yeah. So now oh, these we, two lizards look, are interacting, guys. Yeah. We got a male one doing push-ups over there. Yeah. And, and this, one's, this one, one must I be think a, that's lady. a lady one. Yeah. And I they think, look the same though. They're not like very sexually dimorphic. Well, no. What do you spend time like fucking long hair for the ladies? Or like or, yeah, like fucking tits. perm. I wanted to have tits. <laughs> <laughs> you want them to have tits, right? Uh, yeah. No. I think this is what's happening though. I think this male lizard's come along and he's trying to flex himself. He is. Oh my god. Yeah, this look. is way interesting. I wonder if they're gonna. Yeah. Be- he's, look, doing he's doing push-ups. Yeah. He's doing it, man. There he goes. Oh, my God. And she's looking at him like... She's, uh, like, barely fucking, looking. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She's not that interested. Oh, she's uh, going she's, away, uh, actually. That's rejection. Yeah, she's leaving. Oh, no. She's got her butt, her back turned to him now. Actually, yeah, maybe she's presenting herself. Maybe she's... No, her tail's all the way down. Oh, she's oh. coming towards oh. him. It's worked. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's worked. This, this lizard's been reading the game. He gets it. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, they are. They're going toward yeah. each other. Unmistakably. They're going. They're going to bang. Are they going to have sex? They're going to fuck. Live on the podcast. Oh, my we God. Are have some yeah, they're looking at each other. They're, like, right next to each other She's now. Come, literally, she went from about, I don't know, five oh, feet like, away from him, the, right to Probably, him. like, a mile's journey in lizard legs. Yeah, right to him. Let's see. Okay, so now they're just kind of staring at each other. Yeah, I mean, they're not very evolved, you know. Stupid they're, animals. They're, yeah. They're <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's walking away now. now oh, he oh, did read the game. Man. He did read the game. <laughs> he knows. He's a fucking coos tease. Yeah. He, he oh my god! Just enough so she was. Now interested. he's going to do a push-ups over there. Yeah, he's found another one. <laughs> Holy he's shit! He's found a different lizard. This is called plate spinning, right? This is called. Oh, he's yeah. spinning some plates. Oh, he this is the MGTOW lizard, dude. Yeah, the woman one's over there where he was. He's fucked off now, and she's just over there going, "What the fuck?" Yeah, she's like, "What?" I I was I gonna give over. you everything. Wow, this is crazy to Some watch. Fucking lizard drama here. Uh, yeah, now she's depressed. They're going opposite directions. Yeah, she's she's oh my god, wandering away, depressed. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. I think that might be the end of their saga. This guy's over here doing push-ups alone. That was like a plain white tees music video, <laughs> but with lizards in it. Uh, what's you know? <laughs> okay, we can't just look at the lizards all day. No one else. Plain can white tees did have a video that I remember waking up one morning. I don't know how old I was. For some reason, that video just made me cry. And I think it did it more than once. 
What, the Hey There Delilah one? No, it no. was the, uh, there's only one thing to do, three words for you. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's, not, cry, it's like a B-side hit. I mean, it's not a B-side. <laughs> it was a single. I didn't have their album or anything. But it was like, uh, it was like the one they released after Hey There Delilah that no one really cared about. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think it was just because it had a music video of people going around in Times Square. And I was like, I want to be in Times Square. Oh, that's why I made it sad. It was yeah, it was something weird about it. I was just like, damn, imagine what it would be like to have fun in Times Square making a music video. <laughs> so you're watching a music video about, you know, like know, love the end, and end of this. a relationship, longing and loss or whatever, and you're just like Eminem's world. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, ooh, they got the biggest Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see all the commercials. Yeah. Um, the other video that makes me cry nonstop, not afraid to admit it, is the uh, Bright Eyes. Uh, uh, I was going to mention that when you were talking about it. You mean the first day of my life? Yeah. Yeah. Now, dude, that's a, you cannot impugn that song. It is a good song. It is a decent song. And it's like. It got overplayed, though. As See, the thing is, I songs. somehow missed it. Like, I missed the overplaying. I didn't know about oh, that really? song until, oh, like, four fuck. years it ago. Was... <laughs> oh, it was everywhere. Yeah. My friend Aaron would uh, tell you a lot about Bright Eyes, though. He thinks they're great. And, I, you know, I always kind of wrote them off as well, because I was like, ah, oh, it's that fucking like, stupid emo shit from Tweet. when we were teenagers. Yeah, yeah, but he, whenever he sent me a song of theirs, you go, yeah. right, just listen to this one. Just try this one. You'll like it. I'm always like, oh, fuck, it is quite good. Yeah. Not Again, not to the point where I'd, like, seek it out and listen to it and want the full album but where I'm like okay there yeah, is that guy can write he's got good lyrics there is something about good. it though that song in particular like there is something about that song in particular that I am moved by it and I also kind of want to kill myself for being moved by it because it has all of these like really cringy sort of uh, like the way he sings is so embarrassing yeah. where he's like this is the first day of my life. It's like it's like yeah, kind of breathy. It's pretty breathy. It's and he's like also Elliot, like Elliot Smith. He sounds yeah. like he's affecting a voice crack. Yeah, but he's like, and you said everything changed. Yeah, for I know what you, you mean. Like, if you look at him, he actually looks like that. He's like, actually he, crying he looks, as he sings. Yeah, he's he just really a does, sensitive he's guy got, in the world. I think still, is that Connor Oberst? Connor Oberst is that, that yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah. Still to this day, he's got that kind of like thumb sucker fucking haircut. You know the? <laughs> no, I don't know what you mean. What's a thumb sucker haircut? You know that movie <laughs> Thumb Sucker, which was pretty much the the kind of apex of all of this kind of this oh kind of cultural God. moment. Do you remember I that? Don't I, I? I remember the name. I was there also. It's a almost book? it's like Catcher in the Rye. It probably was based on a book. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like Catcher in the Rye for for the naughties. You know, yeah. nice. <laughs> it really is, though. It's it's you know a kid who's you know he's in school and he's kind of smart, but he's a little bit you know, the girls don't really like him or whatever. Yeah. And, and then his parents they put him on Adderall and it's uh, it's actually not a bad movie for what it is. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, uh, Conor Oberst is like very very much emblematic of that time and mm. hasn't really changed. Unlike a lot of I, th- I think there were a lot of kind of scenesters who did that and then you know now they're like. Whatever that fucking Fallout Boy song is, I wish I could sing it off the top of my head. But um, yeah, you know, good for him. He's he's found something he likes. He's yeah, and you it. know what? You might even give him credit for saying like, well, a lot of people were imitating him, and he was also one of the first people to be Me Too'd. No, yeah, before the Me Too movement, Conor Oberst this got a fucking Me Too. This is the first of the Me Too. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is the <laughs> this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> I swear the I didn't fucking, fucking touch her. her. <laughs> good parody instincts. We now everyone's mean, <laughs> but it's not what it seems. I swear, I don't even have a cock. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I did though. He got. He I got literally fucking... have no cock. <laughs> I mean, you can look. I am not lying. <laughs> He's like on stage with his yeah. pants down. <laughs> I don't even have nuts. I don't even <laughs> How could I have raped if I do not have a car? No testosterone. <laughs> so I just thought I'd let you know. <laughs> that bitch is lying. <laughs> the court of public opinion. <laughs> Is <laughs> unfair and that is known. You see him like he's like involved at the alt right. <laughs> no, no, man. He had a. Sh- I mean, he was in a kind of. I mean, I wouldn't say fortunate position, but it happened before the main me me too thing happened. Yeah. And luckily, the girl did just come out a few months later, I think, and say, "Oh no, I made it up. I'm really sorry." Oh, but um, okay. yeah, so it, it, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it was a fortunate position, but he responded to it fucking perfectly. You know, how people like when someone gets me to like Crystalia or whatever today. I'm sure his response is going to be fucking like, "Are you fucking bitches?" Like, but yeah. uh, Connor Roberts just said, you know, like it's a real fucking shame because I've tried really, really hard my whole life to be especially respectful, especially in the music industry where a lot of people are not respectful yeah. towards their fans and stuff like that. I've tried really, really hard, and it's a real shame that this woman uh, feels the need to to do this, uh, mm-hmm. but because it affects the way that people are going to see other victims. But like a really nice reason response, yeah. even though he got completely fucked over by it. Um, yeah. How'd that go over? Well, pretty well, but also yeah. he was kind of lucky that she did just, I, I think of her own volition, just kind of come out and say, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't even true. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so now he's, he's going back on tour. I'm not sure. He, I, I don't know if he wrote a song about it. I'm sure he did. Yeah, all right. Well, let, let's get back to what we're up to. Alice in Wonderland. Oh, right. Coming soon. Well, we just... Uh, Folks. I don't know how I'm going to put that in. That's... What do you mean? That's what we're up to. <laughs> no, I know, but we just thought for like an hour about it. And but Sean and I didn't turned record the podcast anything. off and just had a nice chat yeah. between friends for two, three hours. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. It's like we can't just jump in now and continue talking about it without the context of the first hour or so. Um, well, don't worry, guys. We were indeed talking about Alice in Wonderland. Are you going to eat these uh, pepperonis? No, they're all yours. They're all mine? Yeah, yeah. All right, then. Dude, I'm getting fat on snacks over here. Yeah, we've been fed. Woo-hoo. Oh, there's well actually fed. like no calories in these. This is quite nice. Lovely. 140 calories in this whole goddamn thing. Is that right? How much saturated fat? Fascinating oh, podcast Not content. that much, actually. Yeah. Ooh. These are good for you. <laughs> okay. Uncured Italian salamis, folks, brought to you by Creminelli. All right, well. Did you ever hear that song that was like, oh my God. what can you do, Punchinello, funny fellow? No. Oh. Can we I'm, not eat on the podcast? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if it's real or not, that song. If it's real? Well, if you've heard it, it probably does exist. Well, I mean, it's obviously real, but I used to have these weird fucking... Um, I was young. I had these bizarre, what I can only assume were direct to vhs now where they were direct from that's the real question they may have been direct from a neighbor's basement they were so low budget and weird 
but they were called like one of them was like the Big Rock Candy Mountain. Oh yeah, I know that one. And it's like live action and really weird. It involves like kids sitting there in a coloring book. And there's a basset hound, and they get, like, sucked into the coloring book. And then there's all these people in these weird, creepy-ass costumes. But then there was another one, and it was called Grandpa's Magical Toys, which <laughs> already, <laughs> title-wise, is questionable. <laughs> and they go into Grandpa's toy chest, and they uh, they meet all the toys, and the toys all sing songs. And that's really kind of the extent of it. But <laughs> like, don't let him touch me again. <laughs> But they, um, you don't want to see what I've seen. The thing, <laughs> Jordan Peterson, the thing about the thing about women. <laughs> I've been trying to, I've been trying to do, you've been trying to get uh, Jordan Peterson going. Yeah, I try to. The thing, the thing about women, you see that documentary on him? The no, it just came out, or it came out this year anyway. Um, the rise of Jordan Peterson, what. <laughs> Yeah, it's called The Rise of Jordan Peterson, but I guess it was finished before he like went into rehab for <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> prescription drug dependency. Oh, uh, what if it was like the day after it got released? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it was I, apparently it was started before he did that whole like well trans people uh, probably shouldn't be telling me what I should say. <laughs> what in the hell was he rising about then? I think it was a bit of a rise of him in academia. No, I, I think they were just looking at him as an academic in Canada or whatever. They were like friends of hers, and then that happened. They were like, oh, fuck, we're going to keep filming. So oh, they yeah. kept filming that throughout this sense. whole thing. Yeah, there were was, was some really funny bits They're like, can I mean, like, what's the story there? It's like, can you believe that you can actually be a professor of psychology and stupid as shit? Because <laughs> I've looked up some of his, like lectures that don't have to do with trans people and i'm almost like it's kind of like self-help stuff i'm almost like stick to the trans people <laughs> <laughs> like stick to the hate speech at I least you're, actually, you're a little I, more fired up no i've seen like i don't hate I, that guy actually I, i've I seen videos from his i don't hate him either but it's like i've seen videos from his classes yeah and he's like sitting there being like let me explain to you what a sociopath is yeah yeah and yeah. he clicks it on and it's the fucking fox from Pinocchio? Yeah, or it's like a meme. Oh, he's obsessed with Disney movies. Yeah, yeah he goes, no, when you meet a sociopath, they will try to take you. Just <laughs> like this fox in Pinocchio. <laughs> they don't have a conscience no, and they true. can't yeah, be reasoned he, with. And he I'm does like, a one, lot of that shit. But well, one, I'm like, one, that's a really weird example. There's other sociopaths and that are real. And two, it's like, that's not really a professional or academic way no, to talk about. No, but that's why it's kind of funny that everyone, you know, for a little while there, for a year or two, everyone was saying, oh, the, the fucking spokesperson of the neo-Nazis and the alt-right, and he's, he's a fighter. <laughs> yeah, and and he's then like, you see his lectures, he's just like, look at Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> it always struck me as really bizarre that people were looking at this guy being like, oh, he's the fucking... He's dangerous. He's basically <laughs> like the new Hitler, you know, but... It is funny. He really isn't, and he, he, But that's why that documentary is especially funny, because you see a lot of his home life now granted he's let the cameras in and yeah. stuff like that so it's not completely organic but if if anything that makes it a little bit more confusing because a lot of the stuff you see from his home life makes him look really sad and kind of pathetic yeah <laughs> you know he's got this office which is kind of a mess and he's like yeah here i am telling everyone that they need to clean their bedroom but my office is a mess oh, boy. <laughs> you know, there's a lot oh, of that and a, then yeah. uh there's this weird scene where he, he comes down to breakfast with his wife. You know, mm -hmm. his wife's cooked him breakfast, and he comes down, and he's like, Oh, thanks for the breakfast, sweetie. And she's like, 
It's okay. She sounds exactly like it. They, they, they sound exactly the same. And then he's like checking Twitter too much. And he's like, huh. Oh, more, more, more hate comments. <laughs> and she's, and she's saying, can you not just eat your breakfast? Maybe, you know, just maybe just eat your breakfast or that coat for you. And he's like, I will in a second. But it's really, sad. Dis- it's really disheartening to see the neo-Marxists, uh, they all hate their own. They are. Everyone hates me. Uh. <laughs> it's really. It's, it's not a complete hagiography, which I kind of expected it to be. I expected yeah. it to be like. It's it called the rise. Uh, the rise <laughs> of Jordan Peele. No, it's, it's, it's a little bit bleak. And I think they actually struck a kind of good tone there. Yeah. And they have, like, you know, they occasionally interview other people. It sounds fucking hilarious. They interview <laughs> like, this one, like, trans activist who I guess was present at that uh, thing at some Canadian university where. You know the the clip that everyone's seen, where he where people are like, "Well, you got Nazis at your fucking van." Oh and he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I don't like Nazis. Eh? Uh, I just want to eat my breakfast. And they got some trans activists from there who's just like, "Well, I'm wondering why you're doing this documentary about him, and rather than people like me who are affected." Hell yeah! And you know, it, it, it sounds. Uh, you know, it really it, it, you you do end up kind of sympathizing with him more than more than the other people, but it definitely doesn't make him look cool. Or good, right. you know. It makes him look kind of sad and kind of like, oh, I, gee whiz, I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how I got into all of this. And then to find it, you know, once that that documentary that documentary gets released while he's in like rehab, yeah, for, he's like hooked on fucking he's what on was he anxiety medication. Yeah. Now to be fair, that's the saddest story that most people. Uh, like to make it sound. Most people were like, ah, the guy who told you <laughs> yeah, to clean your room is actually in rehab because he sucks. Yeah, but really what it was is that his wife's been diagnosed with like terminal cancer. And yeah, exactly. He, he developed a dependency on anti-anxiety medication, which he was already on. And then, and, and then on top of that, he, he was re- like, he did the voluntarily, right he, he was did like, the right well, thing I by have going a to rehab, and I'm gonna get it solved. Yeah, not hiding it. It's like, nothing <laughs> wrong with asking for help. And exactly. They're like, and they're like, fucking fag. Because <laughs> well, there's this, this idea that he apparently was like, you know, anti people having problems or anti people getting help. Yeah, not at all. And it's like, no. If anything, he's kind of the opposite of that. Like, I've seen and, other interviews. Everything I see of him is just some random 45 second clip out of context. Yeah, and he's and but, he fucking missed is more than he hits his thing with his thing with like ssris is he goes he talks he's very pro he's like he's like i say try it he's like i mean what do you have to lose by trying anti-anxiety medication or or whatever anti-antidepressants or that's what kind of sucks about people's reaction to him it's like if anything this guy could be one of your greatest allies he's well i don't know about that he could be because he he's he's an academic who's a little bit of a hippie too by the way like uh i don't think that what he has to offer is no 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 but in in terms of you're right in this whole culture war right you're looking at people and you're going right they're on our side and they're not yeah. Jordan Peterson, honestly, like uh, politically, is not especially right wing and not especially left wing either. He's somewhere in the middle, and he's also a really, really big proponent of like therapy and yes. talking through your problems yeah. and getting help when you need it, and uh, you know, being. Uh, it, it, most of his talks are about like getting out of funks or getting out of toxic relationships and things yeah. like that, and. You know, you look at someone doing that, and then you go, "Okay, well, who would this really appeal to? This would probably appeal to like my my left wing friend who's suffering from depression or something yeah. like that." And you know, they're they're, they're yeah. depressed, but they're going, Ugh! <laughs> "Not <laughs> this that. fucking, not this guy though." Like, because yeah. he he said something about you know the fucking Bill C sixteen or whatever in in Canada. Uh, 
I yeah, I I I don't dislike him, especially as a person. I've I've tried to because a lot of what he says is fucking kind of stupid. But um, I, I overall I think all right, that's probably not a bad person. Oh that's no, probably not a bad guy right there. I don't and think so. It, it seems a shame that he's been portrayed that way when he really doesn't seem to be. He's a he. he I think he's been off said, more, he's been off more than he can chew because that, he's you know he's a he's a fucking psychology or social psychology professor in Canada who somehow got shot into the stratosphere because he said something about not using gender, pro, uh, you know, preferred pronouns or whatever the fuck. But, yeah, he got shot into the stratosphere and then suddenly everyone, within this, like, two-year period, everyone's like, oh, well, now you're going to debate fucking Slavoj Žižek. Or now you're going to debate fucking this guy. Well, wasn't or this that? Guy. Like, no, that was the go thing. Though is he wanted that? Like he? Well, he did. Once what happened? You get I into think. A, you know, once you get into a sort of pattern of people thinking, oh well, I'm actually important. Like my my fucking exactly. theories aren't. I just... think he fell in with the wrong crowd. Well, no, but no, because he could have very easily gone entirely. At the time he came up, he could have very easily gone into that whole uh, sort of pseudo right wing type community online you know who are, who are against political correctness and against uh all of that kind of shit he, he really did, he did quite no he did quite a lot to distance himself from them you know he'd go on joe rogan or whatever he'd go on you know whatever his face is the fucking rubin report or whatever but he never like fully went that way either he could have but instead what he did was kind of be like well i'm an academic i think i could hold my own in a debate with uh and eventually, you know, that started out with very easy targets, like, you know, uh, stupid news reporters and things like that. Um, but then it ended up with him debating Slavoj Žižek, who has, I don't know, what, 40 years experience in debating in this kind of, well, this kind of field, and he didn't look too good there. And the thing that I found especially interesting about it, about that debate, is he was like, because I think it must have been Peterson's idea. Or he was that like, debate now. He that was, like, was put together by someone. Debate me, pussy. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Because no, no, no. no, because the weird thing about that it was, was I know together. that he's very into. That was like a battle. That was like no, because Peterson does say a bunch of dumb shit. I'm not as generous to him as you are. I, he does say a bunch of shit. Like he, he really like misrepresents people like Foucault no, and no, Derrida no. and, calls them, and calls them villains. Yeah, no, no. I'm yeah. With, look, I'm with you on that, and I think uh, you know any remotely academic person I've met has called him out on that kind of thing. Yeah, he's just he but, just doesn't know what he's talking about. And he, but that but that's kind of my point is that you start off as a psychology professor in Canada in right. I don't know Vancouver somewhere. Like I, I'm not so, even sure okay. where he was from. Like not especially you don't need to have that much of like a fully well defining perspective to have that kind of position he got into the stratosphere in the same way that many people who shouldn't be as famous as they are did uh by speaking out against some uh hate speech law and then suddenly he's expected to be because you know he's and he does this himself you know presented as a doctor and an academic and fucking stuff like this but that doesn't mean he's thought through everything or that but he even no, has a particularly he, good grasp on anything. He chooses what to talk about at his lectures. Like, when he goes on campus tours and he's like, here's what postmodernism did. It also, yeah, he has, yeah, his, yeah. He has yeah. his routine. He's like, 
you know, liberal arts studies in the 1970s became an enemy of logic. And <laughs> and um, they basically decided that taking from the idea... I've heard this so many times. It's like, taking from the idea from artificial intelligence that there might be multiple ways of viewing an objective thing, they decided there was no such thing as the objective thing anymore. And, um, uh, you know what? And because- maybe he's maybe maybe he's got a point. Maybe he hasn't. I don't know. Like I, I don't. I don't but think so most what, people. What I was saying is, what's I don't really think most weird people is are criticizing him. No, either. Right? I what, think that's what's odd one is opinion, you know? when he, what's odd is when he then goes to debate. He's like, all right, here's what I like to talk about. I like to talk about Pinocchio, and I like to talk about this. Yeah. And then he goes and debates Slavo Zizek. Who say what you want about him, he's a philosopher. That's kind he's of a philosopher on like, any subject, and if yeah. he has one thing he knows how to talk about, it's probably capitalism. And Marxism. And if you remember yeah. what the debate's thing was, is is capitalism a way to happiness? Featuring yeah. the world's most currently famous Lacanian Marxist philosopher, mm-hmm. Slavo Žižek, and this fucking guy. Yeah, no, but, the, <laughs> like, but I'm saying that's more of a problem of the, the way that we uh, imbue fame on people rather than... Rather than look, I don't think Jordan Peterson's blameless in this. Like, I'm not saying I think that he's, he's signed himself up. I'm not saying that he's blameless, but I'm saying the you know you could put Slavoj Žižek against any professor, even at like UCLA, and he'd probably wipe the floor with them, right? But sure, it because that's someone who's not only you know especially well trained in his own field, but he's also trained in public debate as well and public speaking public speak <laughs> <laughs> that's you know if, maybe <laughs> in a way <laughs> or at least he certainly doesn't care but uh you know he that's someone who really is re- like absolutely has been assured of his own positions for 40 plus years and has been debating those same positions for 40 plus years jordan peterson really did come out of relative relative obscurity and got probably really pumped up by the idea that he was able to win debates pretty easily against, you know, fucking uh, who's that British newscaster woman that that that's when he really I think broke the uh, well what, Therese something no I, I I can't remember her name but she you know uh, debating him about feminism and like the gender pay gap and things like that yeah piss easy for him to win because she was. She just didn't know what she was talking about. Yeah. And the same with, like, you know, going on fucking Rick Rubin or Joe Rogan. Like, you could, yeah. again, you could convince Joe Rogan to join ISIS in, a, in <laughs> the session of one podcast if you wanted to, you know. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, he, he didn't have especially hard targets. Yeah. Uh, and I think that does give you a level of, like, oh, well, I'm fucking. I'm winning, you know, like, and maybe I, I, I maybe to... I really do, maybe I'm really onto something here, or maybe I'm really, maybe it doesn't matter that I haven't read every single thing that I need to read, or maybe it doesn't matter that I haven't uh, considered some uh, arguments against my beliefs. Maybe I just really am awesome. Maybe I'm really good at this, and yeah. then you get put up against someone like Slavoj Žižek, and you realize, oh <laughs> fuck, <laughs> you know, everyone's maybe, looking at me. <laughs> maybe I was wrong about a few. things things and now i'm having to answer for it you know what was, you then, know what's funny you know, is then you uh, end up in rehab i hate to quote them but one of the guys on chapo trap house had a funny 
had a funny description, not even of Jordan Peterson, but it's applicable here. He was talking about Ben Shapiro. <laughs> when that vi- when that yeah. video went viral of Ben Shapiro getting punked by that old British man that you guys got over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, and, I don't know interview, you yeah, 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 yeah. We've talked about it on here. No, but that's a really good example of someone who we, is so used to winning debates against the, very, very easy targets. The way the Chapo guy put it is he said, Ben Shapiro only likes debating 20-year-old college students with blue hair. It's true. Who are, who are already crying when they approach the mic. It's true. And, and, and you know what, though? Here's what I would say about that, and it's the same with Jordan Peterson. It, it, it doesn't even really say that much about their intelligence. It says about, it says a lot more about how much they're actually challenged, like yeah. properly challenged on their beliefs. Because part of academia and part of uh, forming any reasonable worldview that you're comfortable sharing with the world is to have been challenged on it enough that you have accepted those challenges, consider them, and still think that you're right and know how to explain why. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, Ben Shapiro, yeah, like most of his career has been spent going to colleges, talking mostly to crowds that agree with him, and then yeah. the occasional fucking hippie who comes up going like, ah, what if? And <laughs> it's piss easy to win against yeah. those people. And the same with Jordan Peterson. You know, he started out with this C-16 bill, which honestly is a very, very easy bill to argue against. You don't even need to talk about fucking post uh, neo-Marxism neo-Marxism, or neo-Marxism or anything like that. You really don't. It is a simple uh, freedom of speech issue as can be found. Yeah. But, um, you know, you do that, you get some notoriety for it, and then suddenly you're put all over the world, you're traveling around the world, talking to various different people about your opinions on that and how you can academically justify it until... Eventually, you hit a stumbling block when you get put against someone who really, really fucking knows what they're doing and really right. knows what they're talking about. And then you look kind of stupid. It, do- it doesn't even mean that he is stupid or that he is wrong in and of himself. It's that he found he certainly found his match for, for once. You know, like he, any other. That's the only time I can think of where he didn't come off better than the other person. Even if I don't agree with him on something. He tends to come off better than the other people because they really don't know what they're talking about. Or they they just haven't had the time or the due diligence to research it as much as he has. Uh, but then Slavoj Žižek, yeah, he's gonna win. Like that was everyone knew going into that the Slavoj Žižek was gonna make him look quite stupid. You know what was really funny about that uh, debate? I remember really the probably the, the debate of our times. Is, um, <laughs> Jordan Peterson versus Slavoj Žižek. I mean, if I only it was recorded, probably it's not even fucking well. Like the sound is terrible on it. Like, it's like God. I mean, I, I can't think of a. I mean, that's our. This fucking, is like that's le- our Buckley Vidal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, it is. Yeah, this is our fucking. You know, is that, I don't even know if John I got those Lennon names playing right. with Chuck Berry. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fucking huge, right? But no, that it, it wasn't well recorded, and it it honestly wasn't even that good of the, for for either of them. It wasn't a very good debate either. Well, like, at a certain it, point, Slavos got bored and started doing his hits. Yeah, I mean, it, it just wasn't much of anything, and it, I, I think it made Jordan Peterson look quite stupid, and I think it made Slavoj Žižek look, you know, like, okay. Well. <laughs> it, they, they they were not antagonistic towards each other, which I kind of like. They they weren't particularly. It wasn't there wasn't much acrimony there. No, not at all. Um, I mean, fucking how much do we want to talk about Jordan Peterson? I mean, no, Chomsky and That was a good debate. Fucking where's Chomsky? Oh, he's he's dope. He just had a scandal. He got me too. I, maybe <laughs> I'm actually not sure. 
But all I know is no, that really? I kind of only glean what I can tell because I like just because all the Twitter accounts I follow are like weird Twitter, quote unquote. Uh. So all the kind of news that I glean from them is like through seven layers of jokes and irony and like references. Right. But I got something. I the the main brush strokes that I got are something to do with Noam Chomsky and his emails. <laughs> Now, I don't know what was going on with his emails. I don't know if he actually even got in trouble or if like his email address got published publicly somewhere or what was going on. <laughs> and it was someone stupid, like I mean, Surf King at <laughs> <laughs> Surf King at hotmail.com. Well, you know what's actually really funny? Um I was on Reddit. Language dude. <laughs> Language sixty nine. Sixty nine. Yeah. At fucking hotmail dot com. Yahoo mail. Yeah. yeah. No, so um what I have actually The fuck was that? I dropped my phone on top uh, of my crackers. Yeah. Um what I stay of it. Dude, I got snacks by the pounds it. out here. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> Potato diet. What? Potato diet. Over. And you got some potatoes here. You got some lays. Well, I have lots of uh I have lots of calories left for today, so I'm still probably fine. Yeah, go nuts. Um So what I was gonna say is Um speaking of emails getting published, <clears throat> let me give you a better one than that. Speaking of emails being published, though, <laughs> that was better. <laughs> Let me change the inflection on the. Oh, there. Give you a better edit point. But speaking of speaking of, but so I don't know what was going on with Noam Chomsky exactly, but we should look that up. Is it but Noam in, or Noam? I think it's Noam. Really, Noam yeah. like like a fucking gnome. I mean, have you seen the guy? Yeah, <laughs> it fucking looks like a gnome. In it, he's like, "What? You know, children can actually speak four languages when they're born, but we just ruin it for them." Was that one of his theories? I think he was one of the people who came out with like innate language and the actually it's taken um, away from you. When well, he's you're... a big like positivist or whatever they call it, right? No, uh, not a positivist. Positivist? No, a uh, a rationalist. He's a big rationalist. Yeah, he's, like, well, he's he believes for... that we have innate uh, exactly, which he's probably right about. To be fair, no bullshit. I don't know. And I'll I, fight I, any rationalist, including Daniel and Noam Chomsky. I'm smarter than them. I'm like, <laughs> I'll go full Jordan Peterson. <laughs> well, if you really think about well, it. How do we know things that we can't see? <laughs> Explain that, bitch. <laughs> I love it, but but then Jordan Peterson is also like kind of into Christianity as well. Like, he, I, I don't think he's a theist as such, but or deist, I should say. But I like Satan. No, but he likes the idea of it, and he thinks that it's getting and is getting onto something there. And it's like, well, if you want to talk about fucking <laughs> inference, well, but that's okay. one way of doing it. <laughs> but one thing, though, speaking of emails, is uh, that. I was on Reddit recently. Noam Chomsky is fucking emailing his Twitter followers. Tits, please. <laughs> Let me see here. Damn it. What's going on with... I mean, two days ago, Noam Chomsky on post-COVID-19 society. Trump is worse than Hitler, but the peasants are coming with pitchforks. Okay. Can we just put... To re- Trump is not worse than Hitler. Well, okay. Can we just Let's... put that to fucking rest for a second here? Says, on the Poor Quality Podcast, it's never been <laughs> said before, but Trump is not worse than Hitler, okay? He is not. I mean, I don't know. Noam Chomsky says so. Give us a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's not worse than Hitler. Are we kidding it's, ourselves? All I'm seeing here is him talking about Trump. That can't be... 
that's what he, he's he's basically an academic Michael Moore at the moment. Like he, he, I I know that he had a bunch of really interesting theories that you know got put into text and got put into the uh, academic consciousness in the what eighties and nineties. But since then, he has basically just been like a college student's dream of someone who's you know oh well. I, I, I can't. I wish I could do what a jump. Hell, <laughs> Noam Chomsky. I can't do a AV Noam club. Like I'm just looking at these headlines. How about this one from December of last year? Noam Chomsky. Sim- fucks. Simpler times. Right. Noam Chomsky has quote never heard of Baby Yoda end quote and has quote no thoughts about memes end quote. <laughs> Breaking news. So this is what poor <laughs> Noam Chomsky is enduring these days. He's getting canceled. Some now. loser Nathan Robinson or Nathan Rabin at the AV club being like, "What do you think about?" Uh, baby Yoda. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what that is. See, this is where Peterson has the upper hand because Peterson would have a zinger ready. He loves He would baby know Yoda, something about Baby you. Yoda. He'd be like, well, I guess you could see it as a, uh, <laughs> as a metaphor for uh, infantilism. <laughs> we're all wise, but we're young. being infantilized and treated like babies. Uh, much like Baby Yoda is in uh, specifically The Mandalorian. I mean, I, I mean, you see Jordan Peterson sitting there on fucking Twitch or whatever. He has like a radio, not a radio, he has like a, a live streaming that he does every every like morning or something. Oh, does he? Not yeah. anymore. I've never seen but, it. Yeah. Uh, but he did it for a while and you just see him sitting there <laughs> talking to his- the last of us. Talking to his fans, <laughs> his his basket of deplorables, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, seriously, he's sitting there being like, Look, I have a question. Uh, someone, he's got like a he's got like a Lovence remote vibrator in his ass, and he's like, "Thank you, <laughs> my top Patreon subscriber of the month is controlling my rectum. <laughs> All my pay pigs in the audience. <laughs> Let me tell you something about neo-Marxism." <laughs> There you go. You got to do what you got to do to make money. Next week, I'm going to ride the Sibian. This is the free market in action. You have to take the bad with the good. Oh, Oh my God. Ah, His wife's dying. I feel bad. Oh, poor guy. I don't wish anything bad on him. He's not a bad fucking dude. I've I've looked, too, because I find he's he's such an easy target. He's just comical. He's such an easy target. Like you say, yeah, he's such an easy target of ridicule that you're like, oh, I wish he was also a fucking cunt so i'd feel good about just making fun of him all yeah. the time but honestly it doesn't seem like a fucking cunt i think some things he says are worth probably listening to and well but no i did hear him talking to his basket of deplorables and he was like he was like well, we've got a you know so-and-so submitted a question are traps gay well, <laughs> yeah, I remember I'm like, this oh, one. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop it, dude. The thing is, I feel like he doesn't even really know what he's getting into half the time. Yeah, he's he like Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Jordan. Is, they're like, like, hey, come play Mario Party with us. He's, he's like, 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 okay, I'll he's give like it a go. 60 years old, you know, like, you can't expect someone who's 60 well, years old to always... Uncle Jordan and Aunt Noam yeah, over here being be on the like... Part. Well, I mean, no, I haven't even Trump's heard. Hitler. No, yeah. worse. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he's worse than Hitler, right? No, yeah, really. Look how bad everything is. I mean, come on, that kind of shit really fucking frustrates Government me. Government destroying it- secular democracy. <laughs> the political thinker feels that the situation is still not that grim, and that students must protest repression. Well, I can't figure out what he's saying here. Yeah, man, college students and the kind of colleges you taught to—they're really repressed. I don't. They're the fucking <laughs> underclass, right there. 
Those he advises students, NYU students, and fucking. He's talking about <laughs> India now. I can't figure out what he's talking about. Is Noam Chomsky just a smart guy for hire now? Basically, yeah, I guess that's. that's I, what I guess was that's saying. what like philosophers are. Well, that's what I was saying. Is that he, he made a? I, I think he made a bit of a splash with some really really good theories on uh, linguistics, especially. Well, that was just that's field. the thing. That, yeah, which you don't, and it's kind of like Jordan. Peterson with fucking psychology is oh, well most of what we're hearing from you has nothing to do with either of those things but yeah, we hear but from like, you regardless linguistics and, is such a bullshit field because well it's not in, in the sense that you can make some good you know if, if you have a if you're a linguistics academic and you say it seems like people might be able to speak from the time that they're conceived, but uh, those, those, yeah. at least those abilities are innate, and uh, yeah. therefore we it's have this, we this have and innate that. mechanisms yeah. of language it's acquisition. Like, all right, that's know? a good theory that correlates with what you do. You're a linguistics professor, and you're just like Trump is bad. <laughs> Tell you what's like, one okay, thing that's well, bad about him: his language. <laughs> uh, he doesn't know how to speak very well. Well, you know what's funny is uh, <laughs> he says Trump. Uh, Trump disproves my theory. But on, for some uh, reason, linguistics linguistics, so. linguistics has always been one of those that, for some reason, just allows you to talk about anything. And especially since, actually, the people that Noam Chomsky really found himself disagreeing with very often, like I think Derrida would probably, he was like, "I'm a linguistics." professor you know what i mean and and yeah all of his theories are kind of centered around language but like all crit theory comes from fucking linguistics sure so and they talk about goddamn everything yeah so you know uh anyone when you get into linguistics you're also getting into like not just theory of language acquisition and like anthropological field of like anthropological linguistic study but then you also get into like Lacanian psychology and like all this bullshit that I never really bothered learning about because I'm not a fucking nerd. All right, what we need to do, I think, is find um, something. So something came across my desk the other day from Reddit. Uh, you're familiar with the with the message board r slash chonkers. Chonkers, chonkers. No. Yeah, it's uh. It's for fat cats. You might uh, actually uh, get some upvotes if you posted Shadow up there. <laughs> yeah, he's a little. Uh, a it's little for porky. people to sit around being like, "Here's my chonker," and like, "Look at my chonker. He's he's you know he's my cat and he's fat as hell." Uh-huh. Here's the thing. Um, it's not good to have a fat cat. It's not good to have well, a no. cat you're trying to make fat anyway. Like it's they get diabetes really easily. Um, yeah. Someone posted this on the board, r slash chonkers. My chonker died. <laughs> That's the subject line. Here's the body. Here's the body here. <laughs> no, really? He died. Oh, no, for no, no, here's no, the body, no. man. <laughs> cute, <laughs> right? Still cute. My fat chonker cat died. Here's the body. Uh, no, it, it, in the body he's of the post he puts, he died from respiratory problems, heart disease, and cardiovascular problems. Well, well, yeah. He was around nearly twenty pounds, and we fed him what we wanted because we what he wanted because we loved him, and he got really sad when we didn't. He was the wholesome one hundred, and then in parentheses next to wholesome one hundred, Skyrim meme. In parentheses, oh he was the wholesome one hundred, big chungus of our lives. R.I.P. Chungus, February fourth, two thousand twenty. Now the comments not going. 
I would hope that they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? Well, no, but if you're on r slash chunkers where you're trying to get yeah, your actually, cast fast, I should, fast as possible. For I just saw it life. as a screenshot, but I'm on r chonkers. Maybe we should check out. Yeah, see whatever became of that Chonker one. died. Because that is, that is really <laughs> something else. Let's type in uh, morbid. I wonder if chonkers. once it went viral, he went and deleted it. Uh, um, it mostly just looks like. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! Oh no! Fuck! This is so fucking dark. I'm what? finding other cases like this now. <laughs> well, no shit. You know, so, they all expect them to live forever. Slash chonkers. Here's this obese fucking cat. Oh my and god. And then it says it looks my, like a Zeppelin. My cat one week before it died of heart disease. <laughs> heart heart was such a cute chunk. Oh my lord. So man. I just put this sub is killing cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow, I found the original. Um let's see here. <laughs> Oh, look, here, there's an Alan. I wonder why they added this in, but now there's an auto-moderator response on every Chonkers post that says, <laughs> We don't recommend your cats we, to be fat. We love your pictures of Chonkers, but the only thing we love more is a fine boy who was a Chonker and has become healthy. If this is your Chonk, please check out these links. Oh, How to put your cat on a bullshit, diet. Questions right? and answers for getting your tubby tabby back into shape. Pet weight calculator. <laughs> yeah, so this is really a, a subreddit for people whose cats have come back from the brink of a beast. This death. is, by the way, yeah. some of these comments are very cruel. Someone just, young cummy, just responded, <laughs> top voted comment to the my chonker diet. He just responded, wonder why, LMAO. <laughs> Someone else just put LOL, all capitals. These are like YouTube comments. These aren't the usual. Uh, this one. Turn his corpse into a drone. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> then we get the typical sympathy here. You thick twat. Of course it'll die if you don't stop feeding it. What? You said you thick twat. Oh. Of course it, assuming the chunk. If, if you, you don't, don't stop, stop feeding, feeding it. it. Right. Wow. Okay. This is fucked. No, that's it. Yeah. No, yeah. no one's happy with him, I guess. I mean, th then what's the point in the sub? Is it one of those subreddits that barely even exists, but then someone occasionally posts on it saying, like, hey, here's my fat fucking cat. It's well, dead. it's got 377,891 subs. Christ. I mean, a lot of people who enjoy the con the the chonkers. Well, it all comes, I think, from this meme, which is, like, you have, like, the weight chart of cats. Yeah. But they gave it cutesy names, like, a fine boy, he chonk, a heckin' chonker. Hefty chonk, mega chonker, and oh lord, he coming. Well, I don't know about all that. You do wonder sometimes if uh, humans really should be able to uh, disseminate their not just on cats, but not just to to get together as much as they're able to now that they have the internet, you know. I mean, not I feel for like we did better maybe when we weren't able to just indulge our absolute worst. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> fantasies and tricks I with mean, a ton of people from around the world. It's a shame, too, because, I mean, it's sad to admit it, but cats are cuter when they're fat. But you got to resist that, you know? <laughs> you can't be plumping your cat up on person on purpose for Reddit gold. Like, what, are you getting fucking cricket tone? 
Yep, cricket tongue. We got some nice crickets out here, which I think uh, I could probably use at various points. All right, hiccup Harry. Yeah, hiccup That's Harry. Fucking... No, I can't get rid of them. Like when when I get yeah. them, I can't shake them. Yeah. Well, what I was also gonna say is there's the other reason that I'm never gonna unsubscribe from our come town is that they don't allow any new subscribers anymore. They locked down because they're afraid of getting COVID. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>